Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to Essential Skills of NLP podcast number 69. And this uh, comes to you in the new year, 2015, the first time I recorded and released this. And so this is focusing on something I think you might find really valuable for that extraordinary time of year when people make and break resolutions. So I'm going to start by talking about a guy called Ludwig, uh, Ludwig Noble, who was not the originator of the Nobel Prizes. Ludwig Noble was a, um, a guy who found lots of oil, became very rich, but he was the brother of Alfred Nobel, and that's why he's particularly important. As you may know, the Nobel family, uh, the father of, the, of these boys, uh, invented the first torpedo and uh, plywood, and was an inventor and armaments manufacturer. And they developed, as you probably know, a massive engineering industry around metal, armaments, guns, cannons, and of course chemistry, because what Alfred Nobel was most famous for was the invention of dynamite. Uh, he didn't invent nitroglycerin, which is uh, part of dynamite. That was invented by a colleague of his. But what he did was make it stable enough that you could move it around because nitroglycerin was incredibly uh, fragile material. If you knocked it, it could blow up. So dynamite made it something that could be transportable, which if you were in, in the army was a brilliant thing because you could move your armaments from one place to another without them exploding in transit. So what happened was Ludwig died. Um, and he died in France. And when he died, an interesting thing happened. An obituary was published thinking that Alfred, the inventor of dynamite, had died. And so they reported on his death. And Alfred, who wasn't dead, got to read his own obituary. And there were two major things that really stood out for Alfred. The headline was, the merchant of death is dead. And then it went on to say, Dr. Alfred Noble, who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before, died yesterday. And that was pretty much the theme of the piece. And on reading this, he was appalled at what people might think of his whole life. If that's all they really summed it up as, he was incredibly rich incredibly successful, had lots of industries. But if all they wanted to talk about was his major invention, which was destruction, then he wasn't happy. And he was in that interesting position where he had the opportunity of perspective. You know, there are a number of occasions of people having read their own obituaries, and this is a classic one. As a result of reading this, he took stock. And he decided to completely change what he was going to do. In his will, he donated virtually all his incredibly vast fortunes to the creation of the Nobel Prize, which we know today. And that came from having a chance to have perspective, to look at his life in a new way. 
In NLP, we call this second positioning, the ability to step beyond ourselves and see ourselves as possibly other people do. And sometimes that's a really valuable skill to have, and sometimes we can overuse it if we think too much about other people's considerations and opinions of it. But in this case, taking that position, that second position, being able to look at ourselves from the outside and thinking, what do people think? And in this case, knowing what people think about us could be really, really valuable. And certainly in this case, it was. We don't often get the chance to do that, but possibly this time of year is the time that we should. So what I challenge you to do is to think about yourself. And think of, first of all, if you were to have an obituary written about you, and without being morbid, you know, just what have you achieved in your life? What are the key points? Maybe jot them down, you know, five or 10 things. I've did this, I've done this, I made this happen. This is what I'll be remembered for. And then of course, check in and think, right, is that what I want to be remembered for? Are these the important things? Have I been devoting enough time to the things that are truly important for me? You know, did I have enough fun? Was I kind enough? Did I spend time with the people that I care enough? Did I recognize what I've achieved? Did I give enough? Did I contribute enough? Was I happy enough? Was I happy enough on a Monday morning going to work? You know, one of the things for me is work is really important. I think, you know, working and doing stuff is really important for our brains and our lives to be fulfilled. But considering how much time we spend working, we need to make sure the work we're doing seems more like play, seems like things we love to do. Otherwise, we'll spend chunks of our lives doing things just because. And that isn't very good for us. So as you look at your list of what you've achieved currently, what things would you like to refocus up on? What things are truly important? What things for you would make a difference, would be the things that you could be really proud of as being remembered for? Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to suddenly realize when it's too late. You want to do this now. You want to think about, okay, life is important. Time is precious. How can we make sure we're using every moment right here, right now? And I'm going to talk about a little NLP technique, which I think is really useful for helping this. It involves looking at timelines, which hopefully you already know about. These are the lines that you think about if you were considering your future or your past. Which direction do they go in? So when you think about your future, where does it go? When you think about your past, where does it go? For most people, their future will be in front of them. It's not universal, but for most people that would be the case. Very often to the right. And your past will tend to be to your left or behind you, but it doesn't really matter where it is. Just notice where it is. Then what I'd like you to do is think about, then where is your present? If your past is there and your future's over here, where's your present? For most people, they'll say somewhere between those two. It's the space that I occupy with my body. I'd like just for a moment to feel that sense of that present space increasing in area 
So it's the size of your arm width. If you were to stick your arms out either way, it would be that big. What does it feel like when your present feels that large? What would it feel like if your presence took up the whole of a room? If that was present, what would you be able to do with time? How would that keep you focused on what's important right here and right now? How would that keep you on track? Forgetting the things into your life that you know are really significant. One of the things I challenge you again to do, two challenges in this podcast, is to talk to somebody else about this. Maybe find out what they think about you. Or maybe ask them what they think about themselves. Start a conversation. Because actually what happens is conversations like this really change lives. Resolutions very often fade about the second week of January. But conversations that really make us think in a different way, get us into a different perceptual position to ourselves, give us some tools to see and experience things differently. That shift doesn't take any more work. The shift is done. And then our actions and behaviours naturally follow. I'd really love it if you could drop me a line, Phil at Phil Parker, and tell me what your new focus for this year is going to be as a result of listening to this. We're really interested in finding out about that. You guys have a great week. Start the year on the good foot and I'll speak to you soon. You take care now. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do and get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing fascinating ways of looking at the world and the ultimate thing you could do hey come and train with me i'd love to meet you in person let us know drop us an email phil at philparker.org or go to the website philparker.org sign up for the newsletters there you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads and those downloads contain the latest research techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health so just register to get those right now and I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.